guys. Welcome back to another episode of the How to Vegan podcast or welcome to the How to Vegan podcast if this is your first time tuning in. I'm so glad you're here if it is. My name is Kristen. I go by Kristen Emily online. So you can find me at kristenemily.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-E-M-I-L-Y.com. And if you're looking to find the podcast with all of the show notes and any links or anything that I mentioned in the episode, then head on over to kristenemily.com forward slash podcast and you will find all of the episodes and show notes and unedited YouTube videos and everything there. So that's a good place to go if you're looking to find me and everything that I'm doing. You can also find the podcast on SoundCloud and Stitcher and iTunes or Apple Podcast as well. So it's out there. Go find it on whatever platform works best for you. So in this episode, we are going to be talking all about airport and airplane travel tips for vegans. So whether you just went vegan and you're like, how in the hell am I going to travel or eat in airports or eat on airplanes? Or if you've been vegan for a while and you haven't flown in a hot minute and you're like, "Uh, I'm freaking out, I got you covered. Like I have so much awesome information in this podcast episode for you that I'm super, super, super excited. Some stuff that we're going to cover in this episode is how to order food for international travel trips to make sure it's vegan, some tips for eating in airport restaurants, what you can and can't bring on the airplane, some ideas of meals and snacks to bring with you on the airplane, which I didn't even know you could do, by the way, and some other stuff to bring as well. So that's what we're going to be covering in today's episode. So like I said, we're going deep on the airport and airplane travel tips. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, then make sure to use the little link in the description or the show notes of the podcast. It's a little Amazon link. If you shop through that Amazon link, it doesn't cost you any extra money at all. And it kicks me a tiny percentage of anything that you buy. So you can go look through all of my favorite stuff when you click on that link. But anything that you buy during your shopping trip, if you've used my link to get there, kicks me back like a teeny little percentage. Again, it's completely free for you. So if you're looking for a free way to support the podcast or me and what I'm doing, spreading that vegan message as far and wide as possible, then just go click on that link and shop on Amazon that way. And I would also really, really love if you headed on over to iTunes or the Apple Podcast app and left a little review and rating. That way more and more people see the podcast, which is ultimately my goal. So thank you for those of you who have done that and to those of you who will. Y'all are seriously the best. And just because I know a lot of people are going to ask, yes, I will be doing a completely separate episode dedicated to vegan road trips and vegan traveling like in the car, anything not in like airplanes and airports. So keep an eye out for that because that will definitely be coming soon as well. I do lots of road trips and stuff like that. So that's going to be another fun one for sure. All right, enough of me yammering on about all of this stuff. Let's just dive right into this week's episode. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is ordering food for international trips. So if you're flying just within the United States, then you are only going to get like some snack offerings. But if you're flying internationally, then usually you will have the chance to order a meal for your flight. And yes, they do have an option for a vegan meal. And I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about that right now, just so that you know what's up if you're going on an international flight and you're definitely wanting some vegan food, which you probably do if you're vegan. So the first thing you want to do is you want to submit a request when you purchase your ticket. So as soon as you're purchasing your ticket, you should be able to go to a little tab that says like manage my booking and submit your request for whatever specific kind of meal you want. And if you don't do it when you purchase your ticket, do it at least 72 hours before your flight takes off. Otherwise, like it's probably just not going to happen. And just a heads up, the code for 
vegan meals is VGML. A good way to kind of remember it is that it stands for vegetarian meal. And although it says vegetarian meal, it is 100% vegan. So that's your safest bet to go with is the VGML code. There's also a code for like a raw vegan meal, which is RVML. So if you're completely raw vegan, check to see if they have that code available so you can get a raw vegan meal. There's also AVML, which is an Asian vegetarian meal. And a lot of times the airline will say it's for strict vegetarians. And that means vegan in some parts of the world, but it totally just varies by the airline. So I would recommend either calling or doing some digging online, depending on what airline you're flying with, because I saw some weird messed up stuff with people ordering that and getting like an actual burger. So so just be aware that, that there's different codes for different things. And the safest bet is the VGML or the vegan meal, vegetarian meal. It's definitely your safest bet. Don't select the VLML because that's a vegetarian lacto-ovo meal. So that is like if you're actually vegetarian and you'll end up with like eggs and dairy products in your meal, which is not what you want because you probably end up feeling like complete shit if you ate that stuff, especially while you were traveling and you hadn't had it in a while. So VGML is most likely the code that you're going to be looking for. And again, these terms may be used differently by various airlines. So please make sure you confirm for yourself when you're reserving a meal. And it's also worth noting that airport food services are literally notorious for messing up the meals like super big time. I even saw a stat somewhere where people had done some research and it was like 30% of the time that they're messing up. So be prepared to have like a backup plan or a backup meal, which we'll talk about in a little bit, just in case you end up getting the wrong meal, which can totally happen even if it's labeled correctly. I guess sometimes it'll still have the VGML and you open it up, it'll be like meat and cheese and all of that stuff. So that happens. And when it does happen, sometimes there's nothing they can do and they can try to get give you some snacks or things like that, but it might not be enough. So having some sort of snacks or a backup meal is a really good idea just in case because it's the airplane airport system and you just never know. Another thing you want to do is you want to confirm again when you check in for your flight that you will have a vegan meal. So just when you check in, head up to the little kiosk desk thing and just say, hey, I just want to make sure that I you know, have a vegan meal. I made sure online, but I'm just double checking. That's another step that you can take that will kind of help to ensure that you get the meal that you're looking for. And then also when you get onto your flight, you should double check with a flight attendant once you're actually on the plane Apparently, I've I've never ordered a, a like a vegan meal. I've never flown really internationally. I guess I went to Mexico, but it wasn't long enough, I guess, to need food. But I've never flown on a flight um, where I've ordered a vegan meal. But apparently, they're supposed to approach you first and be like, hey, we know you had a special meal request and confirm it. So if they don't, it's recommended to kind of flag one down and just say, hey, I ordered a vegan meal and I just want to make sure that that's legit. So just, it might feel like a little bit overboard, but if you want to ensure you're getting the meal you're getting, you're just going to have to do some like double checking and extra steps to make sure that it happens because all of the major airlines offer vegan meals upon request if you're flying internationally. So all of the major ones should offer a vegan meal, which is legitney Spears, but you got to make sure that you're getting the right one. So take those precautionary steps and that'll totally help. And like I said before, domestic flights usually just offer snack options. Again, whether you're in the United States or wherever you're flying, usually like just little short domestic flights offer just snack options. Sometimes they're vegan, like those little biscotti cookies are vegan and you'll get like, you know, maybe some pretzels or some nuts and stuff, but it might not be an enough to keep you going. So 
Uh, don't be afraid to ask what snacks they have. Some flights I've been on lately even have like a little vegan label next to some of their stuff and a vegan snack pack that's like, I think, completely vegan and gluten-free. It's a bunch of just snacks, so kind of processed food and nuts and stuff like that. So there are options, but it might not be exactly what you want or as healthy as you want. So keep in mind that you might want to bring some food with you on the flight. And guess what? I literally had no idea about this and I don't know how because I don't know why I don't see more people doing it, but you can totally take homemade food onto your flight or food that you bought at a restaurant before. There are some stipulations. Again, we'll get into that in a hot minute, but you can totally take homemade or prepared food onto the flight and you can eat it on the airplane, which I don't know why I've never done this before. I'm super excited because I am leaving for Chicago and tomorrow when this comes out, I think it'll actually be tomorrow that I'm leaving, if not the day of. So I'm really excited to kind of apply some of these tips that I've learned and probably going to bring some delicious homemade food onto the airplane because why not? I didn't even know you could. It's so awesome. And I, I have like a huge list of stuff that you can bring and ideas. So keep listening if you're interested in hearing about that. But first, let's get into some tips for eating in airport restaurants. Just a heads up, airport food is usually really, really, really expensive. And the portion sizes usually aren't that big. There are clearly some exceptions here and there, but I've found that usually it's expensive as shit and the portions are just small and you just are kind of like, eh, this isn't very much. So keep that in mind that it might be a little spendy, which if that's okay with you, cool. Otherwise, you might want to bring some of your own stuff. And my kind of favorite tip is to use either Yelp or Happy Cow to find good vegan options. I use Yelp. Happy Cow doesn't pull up as much stuff as Yelp does. And I just, I love Yelp. That's just what I use. Happy Cow specifically for like vegan and vegetarian restaurants. So it might not pull up a restaurant that you want to go to if it's not vegan or vegetarian or if it hasn't been listed on Happy Cow. So I use Yelp. And then the little search bar section, I type in the word vegan. So you can type in whatever airport you're going to to and search for vegan and it'll pop up with some stuff. You can also go onto the internet and type in vegan meals at whatever airport you're going to be in or layover in or whatever. And that's another awesome tip that has helped me. And I'll just like, you know, usually someone will have a blog post and some ideas and you can kind of look on the map and find out where that little restaurant is and and head over that way. So those are some tips on like finding vegan restaurants in in the airport. And usually there aren't 100% vegan restaurants. I think one airport has one, but there's lots and lots and lots of options and they're growing and expanding daily. So that's a good sign that veganism is spreading. So most coffee shops offer at least one non-dairy milk option usually several. So if you're wanting a coffee or a tea with a little like creaminess in there, then you usually go to any coffee shop and they'll have some sort of like soy milk or almond milk. I can't remember the last time that they said they didn't. Airplanes, that's a different story. But in the coffee shops in the airport, you can usually find like a non-dairy creamer. So if you're craving that coffee, you can totally, you know, have something like that. And if it's just something simple you're wanting, you usually just get like a bagel with peanut butter. So if you're just there for a minute in the morning and you just need, you know, something to tide you over until you get to wherever you land. A coffee shop's a good place to go. Sometimes they'll have little oatmeal deals you can get or whatever. I've done that before too. So breakfast is usually pretty simple. Lots of times you'll find places with smoothies and stuff like that. But I'm going to kind of dive into some of the more popular airports in America at least and talk about some options that they actually have. So if you're flying into or out of or layovering in one of these restaurants, you'll at least have some ideas. And then if you're going to another restaurant, they might have things similar to this. So just kind of some ideas of what's out there for those of you that might be traveling to these airports anytime soon. One thing I want to say before I dive into these like restaurants in these airports is that restaurant menus change like 
all the time. So make sure to look it up or call if you want to like 100% make sure that they have the meal or dish that you're looking for because restaurant menus change. It's just how it goes. Okay, so the first airport that I want to talk about is LAX or the Los Angeles International Airport because they have a 100% vegan restaurant called Real Food Daily. I think it's in Terminal 3. I've been there twice in the past like month and our terminal was kind of far away from there and you have to take a bus outside of the airport to get there and I was just afraid we were going to miss our flight. So I've never eaten there. Their menu sounds amazing. Some stuff on their menu includes no huevos rancheros, a tofu veggie wrap. They've make your own bowls and just like a ton of options. So if you have time and you can go to Real Food Daily in LAX, please do that because it sounds good. It looks amazing and it's totally vegan. So you can order anything off of the menu. Um, There's also some various salads you can order at a restaurant called Lemonade. You can also get a brick oven Neapolitan pizza with non-dairy cheese at this place called 800 Degrees Pizzeria. And then and there's also a place that has a vegan burger at Point the Way Cafe, and it even has vegan mayo, which that's like my favorite thing when I find a vegan burger that has vegan mayo. I don't know why more places don't do that because it makes it so much better. And then they also have some tofu tacos with kimchi at a place called Kogi Barbecue Taco Truck. And those are just a few of the options. Those are some of the ones that sounded super, super good to me. So there are definitely options. I wish I would have known more about these when I was in LAX last week or not last week, a couple of weeks ago, because that would have been awesome. So the second airport that I want to talk about is the O'Hare International Airport in Chicago. So some of the options there, you can get veggie sushi rolls at Wicker Park Sushi. They have some burritos and smoothie options at Burrito Beach, some of them which sounded really good. And then you can order just something like a veggie tofu brown rice bowl at this place called Big Bowl. At JFK or John F. Kennedy International Airport in New York, there's a place called Jikji Cafe, which apparently has delicious Korean food and they have lots of vegan options. So that sounds amazing. Another place called Z Pizza in JFK Airport offers vegan cheese. It is Daya, which not the biggest fan. I don't think a lot of people love that, but it's an option. And if you're flying and you get to have vegan cheese on your pizza, you will probably love the shit out of it. So I bet it's pretty good. And then they also offer like Beyond Meat sausage and some like veggie meat options that way too. So Z Pizza sounds delicious. And Starbucks, I just wanted to mention, although they're not my like favorite company and I don't ever go there. I don't really like their coffee but they're getting more and more vegan options. So that's a great place to go if you're just like, I don't know, you know, I don't see anything. There's a Starbucks. I I think they have like a vegan cookie now and they're just getting more vegan options. So you can always run by a Starbucks and see what they might have, have there. And there's Starbucks... I think probably in every airport. That's just like a given. In the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, there's a place called Ling and Louie's Asian Bar and Grill where you can order the Buddha's Feast Bowl, which comes with like all these amazing veggies and oh, it sounds so good. They have also something called the Cashew Stir Fry, the Orange Peel, and lots more. You just have to ask that your meal is made with tofu instead of meat. And if any of the stuff that you see has dairy or eggs or meat, you can usually just ask for it without and sub, you know, tofu or extra veggies if they can do that. At least it's worth asking. There's also a Qdoba in the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. And there's probably Qdobas or Chipotles in lots of airports. So those are really good places to kind of build your own burritos or tacos or burrito bowl or salads or whatever. So keep an eye out for places like that. And then there's also a place in the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport called, I don't know, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to pronounce this, pronounce this right because it's like French, but it's like A-Bon-Pain, A-U- 
space, B-O-N space, and then the word pain, like T-Pain. Um, it's I think it's like French. It sounds like it. And I think this is where I went when I was in the Minneapolis St. Paul airport a couple months ago. And they have, it's a well-known chain and they have a number of vegan options such as the vegetarian chili, which is what I think I got. And it was like a huge portion. They also like have some creamy lentil soup with barley, Tuscan white bean soup, curried rice and lentil soup, a 12 veggie soup, and a French Moroccan tomato lentil soup. So I don't know if they have them all the time, but they definitely have options. So if you're somewhere and it's chilly and you're wanting something hearty and warming, then check out if they have one of these Oh Bon Pain restaurants. I'm totally butchering that. I have to be. So those are some ideas in some of the more like popular airports in America, at least. And that'll just give you an idea of what you can look for wherever you are. And again, use Yelp, use Happy Cow, look up some blogs prior to going, and you will most definitely find something to eat. Sometimes those kiosks will also have food. So like for grab and go food, just like a thing of fruit and a thing of veggies or and hummus or salad or a wrap. And sometimes they have vegan ones. So if you're in a hurry and you just need something really quick, you can always check out those kiosks in the middle of the like airport aisleways, walkways, hallways, whatever they are. And those can be a good option if you're in a hurry. Um, If you literally can't find anything else, fries are usually vegan. Same with like chips and salsa or guacamole. So sometimes that's just what we end up doing. I think we had to do that for breakfast in Salt Lake City last time was we had, there was like nothing open. And so we had chips and salsa and guacamole and beer at like 6am or something. But It was food and it worked and it's not the healthiest, but sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. So be creative, uh, think outside the box and just know that there will be options. You just might have to be a little creative and do some research ahead of time. And if you want more ideas for dining out as a vegan, then make sure to check out episode nine, which is aptly titled Dining Out as a Vegan. So if 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 this is interesting you and you're just wanting more ideas on that in general, then go check out that episode. I'll definitely link it in this episode's show notes for sure. So now let's dive into a little bit of what you can and can't bring on the actual airplane with you. A lot of this was surprising for me. Like I like read the TSA airline or the TSA website, like front to back, like I searched everything in there. And a lot of the stuff was surprising for me. So bottom line, it's pretty much just an issue of liquids versus solids. So for liquids, each person, there's like a liquids rule. Each person is allowed to bring a quart size bag of liquids, aerosols, gels, creams, and pastes. So anything that's kind of liquidy in your carry-on bag and through the checkpoint. But they're limited to like those little travel size containers. You have to put each thing in a little travel size container that are 3.4 ounces or 100 milliliters or less per item. And then you can put all of those in a quart size bag and each person can have one of those. And then anything that is larger than 3.4 ounces has to go in your checked baggage. So that's like the liquids rule. And again, it's better safe than sorry because you don't want to miss your flight. So if you're like, is this liquid? Is this not? I don't know if this counts. I would just put it in your checked bag unless you definitely need it. And then you can kind of ask a TSA agent and go from there. But it's better safe than sorry because you don't want to get stopped. You don't want to search. You don't want to be this whole thing and then like miss your flight. So better safe than sorry is what I like to say, especially if you're flying because it can get kind of stressful. And it's best to be over prepared with snacks and meals just in case your layover gets extended or whatever other crazy stuff happens when you're traveling because y'all know how it is. So FYI, even if an item is generally permitted, it may be subject to additional screening or not allowed through the checkpoint if it like triggers an alarm during the screening process or whatever. And bottom line, it's up to the TSA agent that's checking your shit out. So if you're like, this said it was okay or I feel like this is fine and they say no, it's 
clearly up to them. So be aware that you you need to follow these rules because they're pretty strict about it. And if you're not sure if you can bring something, you can always take a picture or send a question to Ask TSA on Facebook Messenger or on Twitter from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll leave links for the Facebook and the Twitter Messenger things where you can send them a message and ask. Apparently, you can just take a picture and be like, is this allowed? And they'll tell you if it is or not. So that's a handy little trick that might be helpful for some of you. So let's start with alcohol. Can you bring alcohol? I was like, no, you cannot bring alcohol on an airplane unless you buy it in the airport and then like duty-free things. But alcoholic beverages with less than 70% alcohol, which is like most alcohol except for like 151 proof, are limited in your checked bags to five liters or like 1.3 gallons. You can bring up to 1.3 gallons per passenger as long as the alcohol is completely unopened in its retail packaging. So you can bring that with, you can bring it in your checked bags and then mini bottles of alcohol um, are allowed in your carry-on bags, but they have to be able to fit into like a single quart size bag. So they are, you know, you can bring those little mini ones on the airplane with you. You can't drink them on the airplane. Most airplanes won't let you drink them, but you, you can't like bring outside alcohol onto the plane. I think they want you to buy it there, but you can bring it with you in your checked bag as long as they fit in that under 3.4 ounce rule and they're in an actual quart size bag. So you can bring alcohol, which I was surprised. Uh, baby food and breast milk is allowed in reasonable quantities in both your carry-on and checked bags, as long as you remove the stuff from your bag to be screened separately from the rest of your belongings. So it sounds like with baby food and breast milk, they're a little bit more lenient. Bottled water in your checked bags, yes, you can bring bottled water. And in your carry-on bags, same thing. Yeah, you can totally bring bottled water, but it has to be less than 3.4 ounces and in like a tiny little thing. So I don't really see the point of doing that. It doesn't really make sense. So you could do that if you really wanted to, but it it doesn't really make sense to do that. But you could do it if you needed to. And then solid food items, so things that aren't liquids or gels, can be transported in either your carry-on or your checked bags. But if you're going to bring them in your carry-ons, be ready to separate the items when going through security, sometimes even in your checked bags. If you have food, sometimes they're just going to be like, I need to see what this is. We need to check it out. So keep that in mind. Canned foods are really not encouraged in your carry-on bags, but they're okay in your checked bags just because it can kind of mess with that liquid rule. So I wouldn't try to bring any canned foods with you in a carry-on bag. Raw and cooked vegetables. You're good to go for both pretty much. You can bring raw and cooked fruits and vegetables, but a heads up, any passengers flying from Hawaii, Puerto Rico, or the U.S. Virgin Islands back to the U.S. mainland cannot take most fresh fruits and vegetables due to the risk of spreading invasive plant pests. So if you're in one of those places and you're coming back, do not bring fresh fruits and vegetables. Otherwise, it's usually pretty chill, especially if they're cooked, like they're usually like those are totally good to go. You really want to be careful when you're packing liquids or gels such as sauces, dressings, salsas, because again, you can only bring 3.4 fluid ounces. And and something else that counts in that liquids rule is pastes and purees. So anything like hummus or a creamy cheese, like vegan cream cheese or peanut butter, those count as liquids. So unless they're slathered on a sandwich or in a wrap or something else, if you just have a container of that on its own, then it has to be less than 3.4 fluid ounces. And just a heads up, 3.4 fluid ounces is not a teeny, teeny, teeny amount. It's almost seven tablespoons, 6.8 to be exact. So, you know, they have those little small hummus containers or salsa containers. Just make sure it's less than 3.4 ounces and it's still a decent amount. So there's options that way, but it has to be less than 3.4 ounces. 
And I feel like I've said that a million times, but maybe you'll remember (laughs) because I could never remember what the actual ounce was or how it all worked. So, and again, you can bring one quart size bag full of liquids per person. And that can actually fit a lot. Like a lot of those little teeny like travel size containers can fit into a quart size bag. So it's more than you might think it is. And one per person is allowed. Again, it's easier for the TSA agent to see um, what's inside. So the, the easier for them to see, the better. So keep your bag organized and uncluttered and take out any liquids and set them aside so they can look through them separately and just make it easier for them, which will make it easier for you. And always, always be really nice and grateful to your TSA agents and to your flight attendants because being nice and putting out those positive vibes will go a long, long, long way. And another tip that I saw somewhere, and I'm not sure if this actually works or not, but a little tip said if airport security gives you like a funny look or starts to give you shit about the food that you're bringing on, tell them that you have a special diet and that you need the food for your traveling as you cannot eat the items offered on the plane. And apparently that works. I'm not really the kind of person that does that, but I could imagine if I like had made this food and I was super stoked about it and it fits in their guidelines and they're like, you can't bring that. Maybe say, well, I have a special diet. I can't eat the food on the plane. And apparently that works. So that might be something you want to try if you're having a hard time bringing the food that you should be allowed to bring on with you. So I just wanted to throw that in there. I've never tried it, but a few people said it works. So now let's talk about some ideas of some meals and snacks to bring with you on the airplane. And this is the part I'm most excited about because I literally had no clue that you could bring this stuff on the airplane. I don't know why more people don't do it. I am going to start doing it myself, but I'm super excited to know that you can bring so much more onto the airplane than I actually thought you could. And I'll leave a link for all of the TSA allowed foods in this episode's show notes slash description. So if you are wanting to check it out for yourself on what you actually can bring and look through all of the stuff, it breaks it down into different categories and stuff like that. I'll leave the link there for you. So it's helpful to remember not to bring anything too spicy or salty or stanky as you really don't want to end up overly thirsty, which can happen when you're eating that kind of food, especially when you're traveling, it's really easy to get dehydrated and you don't want to make your hands all messy and you really don't want to annoy the people sitting next to you or near you in the airplane because it is just you know, it is, you're in close confined quarters. And if someone whips out like a tuna fish sandwich next to you, that might not make you feel so good. So be aware and courteous to the people around you and just try not to pack anything that's like overly smelly or sticky or messy or any of that stuff. All right. So let's get into some things that we can bring. So something that you can bring is instant coffee or dry tea bags or loose tea leaves. And then you can always ask for hot water. So for some reason, most airlines that I fly on serve Starbucks coffee. And again, not my favorite at all. So if I, you know, I drink it because it's fine enough. But if I wanted to, I could bring some like instant coffee or some tea bags and just ask for water and make my own that way. Another really good thing to bring for breakfast is like an oatmeal cup or an oatmeal jar. So you can bring like actual oatmeal cups at the store. You can buy them and you just fill it up with hot water or you can make your own in like a little small little mason jar and just add in oats and hemp seeds. And I mean, whatever you want to put into your oats, anything that isn't liquid. And then when you get onto the airplane, you just ask for hot water and you just pour it in and you've got literal oatmeal that you made at home that is super cheap and delicious. And you can put dried fruits and nuts and seeds and cacao nibs and coconut 
whatever you want in it. So that's like probably my favorite breakfast idea is making like a little jar of oats and then adding hot water to it when I get on the plane. They also have those little like soup cups. I think the McDougal brand is a good brand. Again, where you just add hot water. So those are a good idea for for lunch or dinner or something like that. You can also bring fresh fruit. I like to always have a couple apples on me. You can cut them up ahead of time and put a little lemon and salt on them if you want them to already be cut up if you don't want to take bites out of the apple. So there's options with fresh fruit and vegetables. You can also make like a little fruit salad with fruit that is kind of stable. So grapes, strawberries, blueberries, and just You can bring it in a Tupperware lined with a paper towel and then just snack on that throughout your flight. You can also bring those like peanut butter packets that are already pre-made peanut butter packets. I think Justin's is a good brand and those are 1.15 ounces. So you can totally bring those and squeeze a little bit on your apple or add it to your oatmeal. So if you're wanting pre-made peanut butter, you can buy those like little packets. Again, not the most eco-friendly, but sometimes when you're traveling, you gotta do what you gotta do. Something that I like to do is bring PB2 and that's like a peanut butter powder. So any kind of peanut butter powder and you just mix it with water and then you have instant peanut butter. So you can bring as much of the peanut butter powder as you want and make peanut butter. So that to me sounds like a better option than buying those little packets. But I love PB2. It's awesome. It's delicious. It's healthy. It's lower in fat than regular peanut butter. And it's really easy to travel with. So I thought that was a really, really good idea. Something else you can bring or make is like little energy balls or energy bars, kind of like Lara bars, but you can totally make them at home. My favorite is to make like raw cookie dough. I have a recipe on my YouTube channel, so I'll definitely leave that but like raw cookie dough balls and you just make the mixture in your food processor, roll them into little balls and you can put them in a Tupperware or a jar or whatever. And those are so good to have on hand. They're really good for energy. They're usually just made with like dates and nuts and all that stuff. So really healthy for you. Or you can bring like Lara bars or any other kind of like pre-made bar like that if you don't have time to make anything. Dried fruit is another great thing to bring. So like dates, apricots, mangoes, figs, vegetables like baby carrots or purging cucumbers, which are just like little mini cucumbers. Those are really good to bring. And I mentioned it before, but you can't bring like a giant thing of hummus because it counts as it's considered a liquid, but you can get like little hummus packets. And I think the engine two packets at Whole Foods, like the little hummus containers are less than 3.4 ounces. So you can totally bring those on. And then you can bring like some pitas. You can bring some veggies. You can go to the salad bar at Whole Foods or whatever grocery store you're near and load up on those and then make like little pita pocket things with the hummus and the veggies in there. So that's something else that you can make. You can bring green salads. Just remember, make sure that your dressing is separate and less than 3.4 ounces. But you can put dressing in some of those like travel size containers and that's a great way to bring them and you're good to go and you can just make a little salad on the airplane. You can pre-make like some quinoa or some brown rice salads with, you know, some sort of dressing and all your vegetables or dried fruit, whatever you want in there. And then that's really easy. Just open up and spoon that into your mouth. Burrito bowls. This is something I want to do. Just put it in a mason jar with just like rice and beans and hot sauce and maybe some romaine lettuce. Uh, Don't put any salsa or guacamole in there because that kind of counts against your liquid. And unless it's all mixed up in there, they're going to kind of see it and and say you can't bring it. So just be careful about like salsa or guacamole. Uh, You could bring like a whole avocado and add that later. So just be aware that you need to be a little bit careful about what you're putting into your burrito bowl jar. But you can make it really simple and rice and beans with a little bit of, you know, hot sauce and romaine lettuce and then add avocado later. Sounds amazing and delicious. You could even throw corn in there or cherry tomatoes. So you can be creative and get healthy with with all of these options. You can also bring pre-made or store-bought like burritos 
burritos, which I had no idea. You could actually just like go get a burrito somewhere and then bring it on the airplane with you. Like totally chill. Same thing with like pre-made or store-bought sandwiches or wraps. One thing you want to be aware of is that you don't want to put your like salsa or tomatoes in your burritos or your sandwiches because they will get soggy, which is like kind of gross when you're hungry and your food soggy. And something that I like to do if you're doing like a sandwich or a wrap is wrap them in two layers of foil and then put them in a Ziploc bag because the worst thing is when you're traveling and you have all your books and your computer or whatever in a bag and your shit leaks and it's all over and then everyone on the airplane is smelling your food and you're embarrassed and you're like, oh, it is my life. So that's something I like to do. Just like double wrap it in some foil, put it in a Ziploc bag and you should be good to go. Some other things you can bring to help with your like sandwich type stuff is you can bring those little packets of vegan mayo and vegan mustard. So if you're, you know, wanting to build a sandwich on the airplane and you don't want to bring a giant jar of mayonnaise or mustard because you clearly can't, then you can just get those little packets of vegan mayo and mustard. Um, I'm not sure. I've seen the vegan mayo packets somewhere. I have not seen them recently like in stores, but I think they exist. If not, then like completely disregard what I'm saying. Another idea is pizza, like literally pizza. You can just get pizza from somewhere, make it at home, wrap it up in foil and like just bring it with you on the plane or eat it in the airport before you get on the plane once you've gone through security and stuff. Like pizza, what? Vegan noodle cups, like kind of like the soup cups where you just add water. Rice cakes, those are perfect thing to bring on the plane. You can whip up some PB2, put that on there. You can just eat them plain. You can dip them in your hummus you brought. Trail mix, you can either make your own or you can buy some. Granola, cereal, even just munching on some dry cereal. Like so good when you're hungry and you want something healthy and you're sick of eating like 400 bags of almonds. Cereal is delicious. Vegan cookies, You can make your own, you can buy them, but cookies, like bring them. They're so good. Dark chocolate, candy, anything that isn't liquid, you literally can bring on the airplane. Pretty much. As long as it's not liquid, paste, salsa, it probably depends on the TSA agent in the airport, but that is on their website, literally like pretty much word for word of stuff that you can and can't bring with you. So I hope that was like kind of helpful for as as far as meal ideas and stuff that you can bring on the airplane. And, And of course, be creative and brainstorm. And I clearly didn't mention everything. So if you think of something else that would be a really good thing to bring or a snack idea or a meal idea that I didn't mention, just head on over to the How to Vegan podcast channel on YouTube. It's just How to Vegan podcast and find this episode and just leave a little comment like this sounds like a great idea or this is what I like to bring because that YouTube channel is a perfect place to connect with me and ask me any questions and stuff like that. So if you if you have any questions or any ideas or anything, then go go chat with me on the old YouTube channel because we have a good time over there. So another thing you might, might want to consider bringing is some extra vitamins and some immune boosting stuffs. I always bring my supplements, which is B12 and vitamin D3. And I also like to have like emergencies or vitamin C packets on hand just in case I start to feel like a little off or a little sick or I just want to boost my immunity since I'm traveling around lots of people in kind of a cramped, confined space. So I like to bring my kind of immune boosting stuffs. Eat lots of greens by the day before you go. Stay really hydrated. Do everything you can to kind of get your body in tip-top shape for traveling. If you're wanting to keep food cold on your flight. First of all, since it's vegan, you really don't have to worry about it as much as if you were bringing something that wasn't vegan. But according to the TSA guidelines, an ice pack can go through the TSA checkpoint as long as it is frozen solid during screening. So if the pack has started to like melt at all, it's a little bit slushy or it has like liquid left behind at the bottom of the container, it will have to meet those like 311 liquid requirements, which is another name for that 3.4 liquid rule, or else it won't be permitted. So if you like are needing to really keep something cold, 
that is an option. It just can't be melty or slushy at all. It has to be frozen solid. And you can also bring your food in one of those like, you know, lunchbox. I don't even know what they're called. Like vacuum, not vacuum sealed. I don't know. Like a soft sided cooler. I don't know what they're actually called, but y'all know what I'm talking about. You can bring your food in there and throw in an ice pack if you're really worried about it staying cold for whatever reason. And then as far as your return flight goes, since you're probably not going to be able to make food at home uh, and bring it with you, you can always grab an extra meal at a restaurant or a grocery store to bring with you. And you can also buy meals to go in the airport to bring with you on your flight if you need to. So if you're grabbing some oatmeal in the morning and you see a Chipotle, you could maybe just grab a burrito bowl and grab some corn tortillas on the side and then bring it with you on the airplane. And later, when you're hungry for lunch on the airplane, you can whip that out and eat it. So thinking ahead and kind of stocking up uh, is a good idea as well if you're not if you're not sure what the next airport might have or when you're going to be able to eat. So that covers it as far as like the meal ideas and stuff like that goes. So now I just want to talk about some other stuff to bring because I think it's important. It's not food related necessarily, but it's some important stuff that you don't want to forget when you're flying. So I thought I would just touch on it. The first thing, super important, is a reusable water bottle. So you can't bring it full through airport security, but you can just empty it or drink it all before. And as long as it's empty, you can bring it through. And then as soon as you're through security, you can just find a, you know, water fountain. And there's so many now that are made for actual water bottles and just go fill it up. And then you can reuse that the whole time you're flying and stuff like that, because the little cups they give you of water on the airplanes are teeny and ridiculous and just not enough water to keep me properly hydrated because it's just not enough. So uh, bring a reusable water bottle. That is a huge, you don't want to end up buying a super expensive water bottle. And now a lot of places aren't even recycling water bottles. So bring your own, help save the planet, do something good. It's worth it. I promise. Another thing you might want to consider bringing is some reusable utensils. I would not recommend bringing like metal knives or forks through security. A metal spoon is probably okay, but my favorite is bamboo utensils. And in that Amazon link I mentioned earlier, one of the things I have on there is a set of like to-go bamboo utensils with like a little pouch that has like a little carabiner clip that has a spoon and a fork and a knife. So you might want to bring those with you so that you don't, you know, get your burrito bowl out and you're like, oh shit, I did not bring any silverware because the plane sometimes might not have it either, especially if it's just like a short little domestic flight. So bring some like reusable utensils. Bamboo are my favorite. Another thing you want to bring is a reusable metal straw because you don't want to use straws. Like fuck using straws. No one wants to use straws anymore these days. So bring a reusable metal straw. They have ones that like clip on your keychain and stuff like that. That can be really, really helpful. If you get a smoothie, you can order it without a straw and then use your own. Help out the environment a little bit. You definitely don't want to forget your cruelty-free essentials. So things like your conditioner, your shampoo, if you use it, lotion, toothpaste, anything like that, because you don't want to get to your destination and not have a place where you can go stock up on that stuff. So don't forget your cruelty-free essentials like that. And then you also might want to bring like your little travel pillow. I don't have one of those, but I think I should get one of those. So like one of you should just like send it to me because those look amazing. Um, just kidding, kind of. But another thing that I like to bring is like a light blanket or like a big like flannel shirt or like a big scarf type thing. And that's just if I like need to use it as a blanket in the airplane because airplane temperatures vary so much. So you want to be able to be, you know, taking layers off and and covering up with something to warm up if you need to. And then something else you want to bring is something to do on the plane or in the airport. So I like to listen to podcasts or listen to music or read books or magazines or I my favorite thing to do is to edit either podcasts or videos, even though I'm editing videos, people are just people next to me just see me editing myself. So but I it doesn't really matter. So that's a good time for me to like get some work done too. Uh, lots of flights even have Wi-Fi if you need Wi-Fi. 
Wi-Fi. So there are options. There are options, people. So I think that's it. I think that's it as far as airport slash airplane travel tips as a vegan goes. I really, really hope you liked this episode. I feel like it was super jam-packed full of tips and tricks and ideas. This was a really fun episode to research for and put together. So I really hope you liked it. If you did, then make sure again to leave a review or a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or Stitcher, wherever you're watching or listening to this episode. Again, all of the unedited video versions live on YouTube. So just search How To Vegan Podcast. You'll find the channel, just subscribe, and you'll be good to go. If you have any ideas for an episode you'd like me to do, go leave a comment on one of the YouTube videos. I love hearing your ideas for episodes. And again, all of the links for this episode are in the show notes or go to kristenemily.com slash podcast and you'll find them there. So again, thanks so much for listening. A road trip episode will be coming soon, so keep an eye out for that. I love you guys. You guys are the best. I'll just catch you in the next episode. Peace out. Peace out.